0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light.
2: to the show. My name is C, and I'm going to be your host today and this is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. Um, sometimes I'm here, sometimes it's some of the other hosts, so I would encourage you to check out the listings or join our email list to see who's going to be hosting each month because we all use different tools and different techniques so you can get different types of readings um, from different types of readers. You can always find information out about us by going to our Facebook page and liking it at facebook.com slash fireflywillow, and we would encourage you to do that. You can sign up for the newsletter, which just gives you information about upcoming shows, guests, etc. cetera. Uh, you can also ask questions, make comments, join in the conversation there if you would like. So if you would like to get a reading today, then you can Skype in from the show page Or you can call 646-716-5510 and that will give you the chance to get into the queue and receive a reading. So we already have some people waiting so I think we're going to jump right in and start doing some readings. So let's go to the first person and this is someone calling from area code 858. Are you there?
0: Oh, Yes, I'm here.
2: Well, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from?
0: Hi, hi, Sam. My name is Roxanne. And I have a question. Um, there is a gentleman, that man, that we had a fallout a few weeks ago. I was wondering do you see that this relationship will go to the next level or we will be breaking up? He has blue eyes. Um, what's
2: the day and month of your birth?
0: May 31st.
2: May 31st, okay.
0: So.
3: All right.
2: So... <clears throat> You know, the the main thing that's coming up for the relationship is the moon card, and when the moon card comes up, it indicates either that there are some hidden aspects, meaning either secrets or just things that haven't been revealed, or the moon card can represent things like past lives. So it could also indicate that there's things from the past in one or both of your lives, probably more so in his, that is impacting or getting in the way of the relationship being able to move forward Um, and part of that is uh, because the two of swords reversed comes up representing this other person and when that's reversed it says that they are being confronted by some decisions that have to be made and they may either be because reversals can be fear or resistance so they could be avoiding or not wanting to deal with some of those decisions, even though they're kind of right in their face. Um, And it could also be that those things that are kind of calling attention for what needs to be decided or dealt with is pulling them away from being able to focus on a relationship. Um, Either they're afraid of making some of the same mistakes, or they are worried that something is going to be like the past, and so they're not dealing with that versus they're just running away from that so it's not so much anything about you or what you did it seems to be more the other person and there's things from the past that seem to be interfering with this relationship being able to move forward
0: yeah i agree there is things from the past so will there be any action on his part getting that past or it will not
2: it 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 doesn't seem like he is willing to be very proactive in dealing with them (laughs) Um, because we have the temperance card reversed which which when that card reverses it indicates well you can think of it like falling off the wagon but here it could just be falling into an old pattern Um, so if the old pattern is to deny to avoid to not deal with then the reversal of this would say it seems as if they're falling into that old habit or pattern and the Four of Swords is here, which is about postponement or delay, like somebody just kind of sitting on something. So, and, and it's in the short term. So it says it doesn't seem like this is someone who is willing to take action in the near term, versus they want to find ways to continue to postpone or put off having to deal with something. So I wouldn't like I wouldn't wait around for this person <laughs> um, because they don't seem to be in too much of a hurry to actually take charge of dealing with some decisions and some aspects of their lives that would allow this relationship to be able to actually move forward more easily.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, okay.
2: I don't think that and I and I don't think that you'll be very long without uh meeting a, a new potential relationship because you're in a seven year which corresponds to the chariot card. Um, And when I say year, I mean from birthday to birthday. And so in a cherry year, things can can happen very quickly. Things can come and go very quickly. So the cherry card asks us to just keep moving forward to not get stuck in place or to go backwards. And if you just keep moving forward from this rather than stopping and waiting around for it, the cherry card would indicate that we'll likely come across another opportunity or other aspects of things fairly quickly. So... I'm not too concerned about you not meeting somebody new. I just don't want you to stop and put your life on hold waiting for this person thinking they're going to do something when they don't seem to be in much of a hurry to do that.
0: So you feel that they will never deal with that past issue, that person?
2: Well, not anytime soon. They don't seem to be willing to face it or deal with it. It's easier for them to... Deny it, ignore it, or just continue to postpone and put off dealing with it, rather than to just face it and do something about it. Which is why I when would say you... I don't want.
0: Uh huh. I'm sorry to interrupt you. When are you saying? Not anytime soon. It's like a month, or weeks, or years. I don't. What's the time frame?
2: Uh, well, so these the I, I would say probably not for at least. Uh, well, if nothing else, I would say probably not at least for 10 weeks, if we just say 12 weeks, at least for three months, if not more. So when I say not anytime soon, don't expect in the next few months for this person to suddenly do something about this. They're going to find reasons to continue to put it off at least for another three months or more.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you, see. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Happy, Happy holidays.
2: Well, thank Happy you. Happy holidays. Thank mm-hmm. you. You too. Thank you. Enjoy thank you. the rest of the day.
0: Uh, thanks. You too.
2: Sure. All right. So that is our first reading of the day, <laughs> and we will move on to our next caller. And this is someone calling from area code five zero nine. Are you there, caller, in area code 509?
4: Yes. Um, thank you for taking my call and um, having this show today. Like I appreciate that. Oh, and sure, um, sure. My question is, do you see um, a new love interest for me? I feel like I've been single way too long, and maybe I should lower my standards a little bit and just give someone a chance. But then I'm like, no, like, no, no. <laughs>
3: Well,
2: now, well, first of all, there's a difference between lowering your standards and giving somebody a chance. <laughs> if if, yeah. if we're if we're never giving somebody a chance, then we need to look at that aspect of things. But we don't necessarily need you to lower your standards just to give somebody mm-hmm. a chance. Um, yeah. What's the What's the day and month of your birth?
4: Twelve four.
2: Okay. So, and you may have heard me refer to that in the previous caller. Um, I use that to calculate a year number and a year card, and uh that indicates the overall lesson theme focus for a particular year so mm-hmm. for you, you just entered yours on your birthday, and if it's twelve four, that's going to be so you've entered into a five year, and five is a number of change especially in our external world or circumstances so one thing that could say is that you are likely to see some changes this year compared to how things have been for the number that comes before obviously um, is Mm -hmm. a number of things kind of sometimes can be very static or stagnant and so when you come out of a four into the five it says where we feel we have been kind of stagnating or things have just been kind of coasting and not really changing or doing anything five says, and now we're going to see a year where things start to get shaken up and things start to shift and change. So in a general sense, we're talking about that. If we apply that to your question, this would also indicate that we are likely to see some things changing in terms of your external world and your external world includes in, uh, relationships with people because that's in your outside world Um so we're probably going to see some things shifting and changing from that. Now, the five corresponds to the card called the hero font, which just means high priest. And that is a card that can indicate things like institutions, um, community. Uh, so you have things like whether it's big companies or you know um, community-oriented kind of uh, groups. Uh, you know, churches, that kind of thing. That may be the kind of environment where you're more likely to meet someone during this year. So make sure yeah. that you are actively participating in community things and groups and and that kind of thing, so that you're around other people. And there is a sense with the Hierophant card of being around other people that are of like mind. So it's like being part of a group or a community where you all have a similar goal, a similar similar ideal, a similar interest of some sort, you know. So, so being part of that uh, community and group is probably going to be key to meeting somebody during this year.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm transferring to the university in March, so I mean, I uh, think
2: that's that, what that, that would that perfect. <laughs> yeah, that that would perfectly fit into that, and so again, that would say probably. That change in your external circumstance, which is where you're living or where you're transferring to from where you've been, is going to also then facilitate you meeting new people. But it would also encourage you, even by transferring to that university, make sure that you get involved in some groups and are part of the community there, um, because that's going to be key to you meeting people.
4: Yeah, well, I'm trying to run for student president my second year there, so I definitely have to get going on that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. there, there is a sense with the cards that I've pulled of, of potential relationship in the future. Um, it may not be right around the corner. Uh, one thing I would say, if I just looked at the two cards that came up kind of for the outlook of who and when, um, both of them are kings, and so we have the King of Cups reversed and the King of Swords upright. So King of Cups reversed would say that probably you want to not ne- not get involved with water signs. Those may not be the most compatible or the most beneficial for you relationship-wise right now. Um, mm-hmm. And, wat- and water-, water signs are um, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces what what sign are you i'm
3: sagittarius Uh, you're
2: sagittarius yeah um and so so one so sagittarius is a fire sign so Mm -hmm. one thing we could see there is that water would dampen fire so being with water signs may be kind of a it's almost like a downer or kind of a party pooper for you to be around or for you to have a relationship with um whereas king of swords being upright here, says that you may actually want to keep your eye out, especially for um, air signs. So air signs would be uh, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Uh-huh. So um, in particular, the king of swords tends to indicate Aquarius. So you might want to particularly pay attention to that. Uh, one reason is because fire, I mean, uh, well, air signs and fire signs air signs are going to stimulate and invigorate fire signs because air feeds fire. So mm-hmm. um, uh, so pay attention or maybe just keep an eye out, especially for somebody that may be an air sign because that may be somebody that's particularly good for you right now. Um, mm-hmm. Also, because it's a king, it could indicate that it may end up being somebody slightly older than you. Um mm-hmm and that doesn't have to be a drastic age difference, but there is a sense with a king that sometimes it's somebody either at our level or above. um, And here it would probably be more of somebody that's a little bit older than us. Now, king of cups reversed would also indicate that you want to, you may initially or more, uh, Sooner, more sooner, that doesn't make any sense. Sooner, you may come across someone who, pay attention, especially stay away from people who are not emotionally mature and seem to have some emotional issues or wounds that they haven't really dealt with because that's going to really be problematic. King of Swords says you want somebody, also I will say with King of Swords, it can indicate somebody who is involved in things like academics politics, um, sciences. Um, If it's in medicine, it tends to be more research oriented or surgical oriented. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, it can also be like a writer, um, you know, that kind of thing. So those are also some of the qualities or aspects you might want to pay attention to when you're meeting people, because this would be saying somebody who may come from one of those areas. Also King of Swords tends to be somebody who has their stuff together <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and th- they they have a very clear, focused and disciplined sense of what they're going after, what their goals are, how they're going about accomplishing that. Um, King of cups reversed are people that are very wishy washy. <laughs> so uh, that would be another thing that it, people that don't seem to have a, a sense of focus or know what they're doing or where they're going in life or um if if it feels like they don't seem to have a control over their own life and where it's going then i would avoid those people but the people that do seem to indicate that i would really gravitate towards them
4: mhm yeah that makes sense
2: <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. the nice thing is that you know the 9 of wands comes up here um and that nine of nines represent completions of things so it could indicate that you're going to be finishing up a particular phase or cycle. And Nine of Wands is like, we, we're exhausted. It's like, I am so done. <laughs> I've had it up to here with this particular <laughs> phase or cycle. And you kind of indicated that in terms of, I've been single long enough. <laughs> um, and so Nine of Wands is kind of nice to see here because it says, yes, we seem to be reaching the end of that and yeah. that's why i think as you move as you're moving into a 5 year you're going to start to see some things changing especially as a result of the change in your external environment and world so this this transfer to uh, of university is going to be a probably a really beneficial thing and very instrumental in shifting and changing your single status
4: Yeah, well, it's just that our like, the college that I go to, I did relocate up there. It's just an hour away, but they don't have any dorms. They're like, I live on my own, and there's really nothing, not much to do there. So, like, once I get to the university, it's just, like, it's going to change so much. Like, I'm a person that's very involved in politics and, like, clubs and everything. Like, I want to be officer for this and that, and then I'm also going to live in campus. So, yep. I don't know. Uh, Well,
2: that's, (laughs) That's good. So I think that we're going to see a lot of positive benefit from that. And I think probably part of what we're wanting to see here is more that sense of air signs tend to be better for you than water signs. And people that really seem to have their act together and are in control of what they're doing and know where they're going and have really good focus and discipline. Um, One. So what what level are you going to be at in university?
4: I'm going to start my bachelor's.
2: So. so, so in a sense, are you going to be a a freshman? Um. No,
4: I'm going to be a junior for my bachelor's. Okay.
2: So yeah, I would I um, would I would anticipate yeah. that you may actually find yourself in a relationship with somebody who maybe is like a graduate student. Oh. Um, okay. Uh, I mean King of Swords could be a professor, but that's always a tricky situation um, <laughs> you know but, it, but it yeah, could also, but it could also be somebody who's like a um a teacher's assistant kind of person, you know, so pay attention like like if it's a graduate student who is helping to teach a class as part of their graduate studies with a professor or something um uh, that may be the kind of person that would be good for you and may be the kind of person you'll end up in a relationship with. So pay pay attention when you're in situations where you're having opportunities to meet those kind of people or people that are kind of at that level.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to get married. So <laughs> yeah, just finding a, a good guy. That's well, yeah, but I
2: mean, a graduate student is a little older than you, but it's not like a ridiculous age difference,
4: yeah. um,
2: you know, and and people that are, and also pay attention to people that are in, you know, the engineering, uh, studying something in the engineering realm, in the medical realm, in the science realm. Uh, journalism would also fall into this. Um, King of Swords could also be journalism and communications. Um, uh King of Cups reversed would say, so when I say medical, it's somebody that I, hopefully you understand when I say it's more research oriented, because like King of Cups is more of like the bedside doctor kind of person. So King of Cups reversed wants you to stay away from people that are in the arts, um, that are in any of the healing or medical fields, which would include things like psychology and that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. People in those areas may not be best for you versus people in some of those other areas I mentioned.
4: And when is he coming? Um, in, I'm guessing once I move, right? Well,
2: yeah, that's going to be the key aspect. Is It probably will be fairly... So, let's see, after King of Cups would be after Pisces, which actually is going to be right after you move. Um, and King of Swords would be the next air sign after that. So... If we look at Gemini, um, Gemini, I mean, you can basically think of Gemini as June. Yeah, it starts like M- May 20th to June 20th. Um, mm-hmm. But I would anticipate probably around June um, you would end up meeting this person, which is probably going to be very specifically related to you having just made the transfer. hmm Yeah.
4: Okay. Sounds good then.
3: Yeah, I think so it it's not a blur that far instead. away.
4: Around, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, have a good
2: day. Good, good luck with the transfer. Okay. So I think we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be going to a caller from area code three one three. So if you're calling from area code 313, just be ready, because after this break, we are going to be speaking to you.
3: Another year you made a promise. Another
1: LIVE on air readings with your Firefly Willows LIVE host. On Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Back to you.
2: to Firefly Willows L.I.V.E., L- I- and this is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air from various Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show hosts. My name is C Lutmers, and I'm the host of Revolution on the second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays. If you would like to receive a reading, you can Skype in from the show page, or you can call 646 716 five five one zero. And I will also remind you that the shows are always available after they have aired in the archives, either at blogtalkradio.com slash Firefly Willows Live or on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows Live. And you can listen to any of the past shows at any time. Um, iTunes is nice because you can listen, download, or subscribe and automatically get them as a podcast. So if you miss something, if you get a reading and want to go back and listen to something, if you want to catch some of the other shows that air under Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, then I would encourage you to check out the archives and see what it is to discover. So let's move along to our next caller. And this is going to be someone who is calling from area code 313. Are you there, caller?
5: Yes, I am. How are you this
2: afternoon? I am excellent. And what's your name and where are you calling from?
5: My name is Regina. I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan.
2: Well, welcome to the show, Regina. What is it that we could look at for you today? Well thank you. You know what? I've
5: I've had a really, really hard time this year and it seems like I've finally passed out of the storm. Um I just got a job after being off work since January fifth of this year. And uh, I've been working this job for the past month. I'm not real happy with it. I feel like I made a big mistake. Um, But the money is real good. And I'm willing to stick in and give it a shot. However, I'm I'm not sure where my future lies with this company. And I'm, I'm at the point in my life where I don't have a lot of time to Uh, Play around and stick around if this is not where I'm supposed to be. So can you tell me what does spirit have for me on this?
2: Sure, we can. Um, What's the day and month of your birth? July 24th. Okay. So I don't know if you heard me with the previous colors, but I use that to calculate a year number and a year card that gives us a sense of the overall energy lesson theme focus for a year and a year goes birthday to birthday so mm-hmm. july 24th um yeah. would be so you're in an 11 year and 11 is a number of well first of all it's it's what's called a master number so any repeating number like 11 22 33 is a master number And master numbers represent a period when we want to move to the next level or explore more of the spiritual aspect of things. So just in a general sense, in any area of your life, you want to be looking at, is it ready to move to a new level? And if so, that's where you want to focus your attention and Also look a little deeper and say what lesson does this have for me or what's the spiritual component that this has to offer me rather than just looking at things on a surface level Um, 11 is also a number of balance and one it can show it can say that this is a year where you may feel as if things start to balance out a bit especially if they've been up and down or very rocky then you may feel as if things are starting to even out a bit more rather than constantly up and down. Um, Two, that would say wherever there feels like there is the greatest imbalance in your life in whatever areas, that's what you want to particularly focus on during this year in order to say what do I need to do in order to bring balance to those areas. And, you know, if you think of like the scales of balance Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and if one is higher than the other for the out-of-balance aspect, most people tend to think, oh, one of those scales is higher than the other, so therefore I need to add something to that scale in order to bring it down so that they will come into um, balance. But what most people don't look at or don't want to deal with is if you look at the lower scale, it may be that there are some things we need to get rid of in order to lighten that scale so that it comes back into balance. So there may be areas where there is imbalance in your life and you not want to, You don't want to just look at what do I need to add or do to bring that into balance. It's also is there something I am holding on to or that is creating extra weight that doesn't need to be there that I need to be willing to release or let go of in order for balance to come back. Mm. Um So, and 11 corresponds to both the Strength card and the Justice card.
3: So, Mm -hmm.
2: on the one hand, this is a year for finding your truth and being willing to live it. So, you want to do things that, you want to stay true to yourself. You want to do what is right or, or be involved in things that are about righting wrongs. So it's a great year for getting involved in politics, in volunteering for things, in activism of some sort, uh, especially for things specifically related to areas you feel really strongly about where there is injustice. Um, It's also about being completely honest and objective with yourself to not let your heart, meaning our emotions, get in the way of what our head says is the right thing or the best thing or the most logical thing right now. Um, There we could look at the question you're asking, at because if it's been a long time since you had a job, and now you finally have a job and the money is good, is it in your head, would your head say, it's better to stay in this for a little while in order to bring my finances and situation into balance after having been out of work for so long, versus letting our emotions get in the way and say, well, I'm not really happy here, I don't really like this, so I'm going to leave this. I, now the, the the logic part would say you don't want to leave until you know you have something else. Right. Um, and the the strength card aspect is kind of like having the strength of the courage of our convictions, but it also reminds you that you're strong enough to overcome something or to deal with something. So I'm not too worried about you being able to find another job relatively soon within this year. Uh, this year meaning by your birthday. Um, So if you felt that the change was necessary, then I would say start looking for a job because you'll likely find something fairly quickly, fairly easily, but do that before you make a change. Um, And one reason I say that is because when I pulled cards specifically for your question, the first card that came up was the reversed strength card. And so reversing that says that we're letting our inner demons get the better of us. So we're letting our displeasure, dissatisfaction perhaps drive us rather than us being in control of those things. So don't act too hastily in leaving the situation um, because it's followed by the the emperor card. Uh-huh. And the emperor card, there is an aspect of the emperor card that, that is about stability, um, establishing foundation of staying. It's kind of like sitting, but sitting very strong where we're at rather than always being on the go. So uh-huh. it doesn't mean for a long time. It doesn't have to be forever. It just means for the moment, it seems it's better for you to stay where you're at
3: than to mm-hmm. try to
2: change it. I wouldn't try to start changing things until probably the early part of spring. Okay. Um, there, There is a sense that, well, the Five of Wands is reversed here, which is nice because it says we're probably not going to have to struggle too hard, which goes back to you're probably not going to have to struggle too hard to find another job. But the, the Five of Cups and then the Page of Cups come up for kind of the future or the outlook. Since both of those are Cups, Cups corresponds to the season of Spring. And Five would be the fifth week of Spring, which would be like the latter part of April. Page of Cups is the early part of Spring, but it's like the first three weeks of Spring. So I would say that April is probably a key time for you to look at making some sort of a change or shift. Mm -hmm. And that you'll probably, one, find it easier to find something at that time. Two, you'll probably find that you are ready and able to leave the past behind. So you'll have accomplished what you need to, learned what you need to, or just gotten and benefited what you need to from the job that you're in by then. And mm-hmm. it will and then it will be a more auspicious time for you to fly the coop, if you will. Um Yeah. So yes, I I, I don't think that you're going to end up finding any greater satisfaction or happiness in the job that you're in right now. But mm-hmm. I don't think that dropping it today is the best thing versus waiting a few months. I I um, wasn't going to do that. No. Okay. Not until well, I found something else. Right. Well, I, I would say that you're probably going to find prospects or opportunities that are going to be more satisfying to you and fulfilling for you work-wise. You'll probably find those um, around that April time frame. Okay. So so you could kind of maybe look right now, but I would especially put more of an emphasis and more energy towards looking for something in April.
5: Okay. That sounds good. That sounds about right. Um, Now, another thing, am I allowed another question? Sure. Okay. Um, I have been by myself a long time. Do you see anyone coming into my life anytime soon or someone that um, I need in my life? and would gladly accept. Like, I'm always approached by men, but none of them seem to be the right one. Well, they're not the right one for me, but do you see anyone coming into my life anytime soon?
2: (laughs) So I'm going to say a couple of things, actually, about astrology for a second, if I may. Um, When we just look at 2015 in general, the first three months are extremely turbulent and chaotic, I guess you could say. Um, then things will start to ease up from April onwards. Um And the key time for love in the coming year is the beginning of July, especially July 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So okay. one thing I would say is the work situation maybe is the first thing. Mm
3: -hmm. So
2: we want to, because that we start dealing with towards March, April timeframe. Therefore we deal with that first because especially that page of cups that came up previously for the, the work question page of cups is also about new love and new relationship. And so it could indicate that you are likely to find a new relationship through work or as somehow related to work in some way. And therefore, we want to put the right work situation in place in order to then facilitate the right relationship situation. So if we deal with the work situation in April, then probably around the beginning of July is when we would see relationship opportunities starting to appear either as a result of the work situation just because you've made a change or because you actually meet somebody somehow through or related to the new work situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I pull cards specifically for looking at what's happening in your love life, um, there is a sense that things are getting ready to, to shift and change. Also, when we think of the year card aspect, in July, when you have your birthday, you'll actually go into a hanged man year. Now, I would say, what a great year, because who isn't looking for a hung man? But that's a different kind of reading. Um,
3: <laughs> um,
2: but the hangman year can actually be a, a time when patience pays off. So what we've been waiting for, if we've been doing the proper work on ourselves, what we've been waiting for may come about. Also, hangman year can sometimes be an indication of we fall head over heels. So it can often be a year when we find ourselves falling in love or having a relationship develop. Um, And the cards also kind of indicate that because like the five of cups reversed comes up and reversing that says that we're getting ready to see a change in the past. So how things have been in the past, we're getting ready to see that flip. So if we've been single for a long time or been involved with the wrong people over and over again, the reversal of this says there seems to be something happening where a shift or a change in that is getting ready to take place. Um, Also, Five of Cups reversed just says that what we either how we used to see or what we thought of as the glass half empty starts to become the glass half full. Um, And... Five of Cups reverse can indicate there's actually two significant relationships out there for you still in your life. Um, Mm -hmm. The fact that it's in the position it's in probably says at least one of them is getting ready to come in fairly soon. Um, The Page of Swords is here which also says that it may come in an unexpected way from an unexpected direction or in an unexpected package. And That means to not be so dead set on looking where or for or the type of person or how you've always looked. Take off the blinders and be ready for something unexpected or be willing to look around and consider more things than maybe what you've often, because sometimes we limit ourselves And we think, this is my type. This is the kind of person that I see myself in relationship with. And we end up not even paying attention to opportunities where there may be somebody that's very different from that. And this is asking you to take off the blinders because it's likely to come in a way or in a form that is unexpected or that you hadn't necessarily thought that it would. Um, mm-hmm. I will also say, Page of Swords can also say that you may actually find some uh, benefit from doing online dating, or, or using online as a means of connecting with people. Um, so in the short term, we have the Temperance card, and in the long term, we have the Ten of Pentacles, both of which are really great cards to indicate that they're, you're likely to start seeing A shift or a change in your relationship situation from how it's been. Because Ten of Pentacles really is a a card in some ways that can represent marriage, but it's more a card that says we're getting ready or or we're moving towards seeing a reward or a payoff for what we've been investing in. Now you have to make sure that you've been investing in yourself to make sure that you're at the healthiest, best, most ready place for relationship. Mm
3: -hmm. But it
2: says that if we do that effort, if we put in the time and the, the, the attempt, it's going to pay off for us probably in a way that is bigger or greater than what we had thought or anticipated. So if you started doing some online type of thing now, you'd probably see it paying off by the fall. Um, and that doesn't mean you wouldn't meet anybody until the fall. It just means that you would see the culmination of that or the reward of that in the fall. So either by the mm-hmm. fall you'd find yourself in a serious relationship or you know something like that but it would be as a result of what you start. So ace of swords oh, sorry ace page of swords actually would indicate that the best time for you to start doing that would be in aquarius which is january 20th to february 20th. So use february as kind of your kickoff your your launch pad for starting to put the effort into and the looking for and doing it in ways that are perhaps a little bit out of the norm for you or unexpected mm-hmm. for you. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you would likely see that really the reward from what you start at that time would probably be very evident by fall. Um, the The temperance card is great because the temperance card says that first of it, it's a card of optimism. So it's another card that's kind of reiterating there's hope and optimism for you rather than it's time to just give up. <laughs> Throw in the towel. Um, right. And The fact that it's in the short term says that, like here, this card is called integration. So something is going to be flowing into our life relatively soon, or you could think sooner rather than later with it being in the short term. So you're not that far away from a relationship developing in your life. Part of it will be as a result of... What you start to do, especially if you start doing things that are a little bit outside the norm of what you would normally do, or you start looking and considering people and situations that are maybe unexpected for what you've normally thought would be right for you. And mm-hmm. you setting that in motion kind of generates an energy. It's kind of like it goes out and then it will flow back. The the temperance card is very much about what we put out flows back to us. It's kind of this back and forth flow. So Mm -hmm. right now it's key for you to start, but you'll find that you won't have to do a lot. After you've kind of started doing it, it'll seem as if it all just starts to fall into place. So Mm -hmm. I would say to start doing that in February. Okay. You, you, and and that may just mean that that's when you like put up online profiles or something you know and you can do the research to see what kind of sites would be um right for you and then in february start putting your profiles and stuff up the next couple of months after that you kind of are more focused on the work situation and shifting that and okay. then once that's changed and we start to get out into like july and beyond that's probably when you'll start to see things happening or flowing back to you, relationship-wise, um, as a result of, A, what you've done, maybe online or other things, B, as a result of what you've done in terms of changing your work situation, because the relationship thing is going to be very tied to your work situation. But there does now seem that, to be a lot of... Go ahead.
5: Uh, that, now, it's odd that you should say that. I I don't want to leave the company I want to transfer to the south. Um, I'm in Detroit now, but I wanted to transfer to either Georgia or Texas.
2: Um, well, and that's okay.
5: there's a, I've met a couple of men in this company, but they've only been here for a short while, and they've left. Like I thought I connected with one of them, but something happened and you know things got kind of messed up and he had to leave
2: but um well so, and so then, the first thing so the first thing i would say is it doesn't just, just because it's related to the work situation doesn't mean it has to be somebody that it, that you work with or that even right. works in the company it's just a, a it's just a result of your work situation in general meaning where your work places you and that kind of thing
6: so the right. fact that
2: you you would be moving to either Georgia or Texas would indicate you now have a new pool of people to start meeting. Um, And that's going to be as a result of the work. I would say, because I pulled cards when you said Georgia or Texas, (laughs) um, I would say Texas would be better for you. Uh, And I I would perhaps focus your attention and energies there because you're more likely to find opportunity and receive an offer from something there. Than Georgia. Uh huh. Um, so, if you are in the process of starting to inquire or apply or whatever, I would put more of the uh, uh, effort and attention towards the Texas opportunity.
5: Okay. I thought so.
3: And this would say that
2: was probably, because Six of of Pentacles came up for Texas, and um, Six of Pentacles, one, if we looked at that, it would say the next earth sign, uh, which would be Taurus, and so Taurus is like um, April 20th to May 20th, so that may be when you would either receive the offer or when uh, things would uh, now be in place for you to make the move.
5: I thought so, I wasn't sure because I was thinking about leaving in April, applying for different positions in April. Um, my After my 90 days, because I've only been with the company for uh, 28 days now, and after my 90 days, they said I could transfer to wherever I wanted to, and I was thinking Texas.
2: Yeah. Well, since you had said two, I just wanted to look at both of them, and Texas is certainly far better indicated than Georgia, both in terms of what would be good for you as well as where you would most likely be successful in finding a position that they would offer you to move into.
5: Oh, wow. That is fantastic. That makes sense because I was thinking I wanted to leave around April and May. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. So, it, it, has this storm passed for me? I Everything that could possibly go wrong in anyone's life has gone wrong for me this year. I've lost everything this year. My home, my dog, everything this year. Well, first so of all, I'm sorry has, to hear that. Has the storm passed? And he, I, I, This was my favorite dog I've ever had in my life, and I loved him like a son. I, I helped him come into the world, and. He was my heart, and he left me this year. But I think he planned it. I'm not sure, but I think he planned it that way so that I could move on. Um, But I miss him dearly, and my heart is still broken. I'm still grieving him. But has this storm passed for me?
2: Uh, Well, this would be the year when you would find that the storm seems to be passing because with both the justice and the strength card as your year cards, there is a Mm -hmm. sense of, again, there's a sense that it's the year where you feel where you would look back and you would say, that's when things started to come back into balance. Um, The strength card says that we start to feel stronger or that we have come through and come out of something stronger as a result. The justice card says, justice card sometimes is a card of karma and so, this would be a year where we feel as if our karma is shifting, so if we mm-hmm. felt like we were dealing with bad karma because of the storm aspect, then mm-hmm. this is the year where we feel as if we've shifted from whatever I did in a past lifetime I was certainly paying for during that you know year, but then I seemed to everything seemed to happen at once. I paid for that stuff, and now my karma changed, and suddenly. Things started happening in a more positive way we started to feel more optimistic we started to feel as if our luck had changed however you want to kind of think of that um, and you know on the one hand it's it's kind of the contract or the agreement we go into when we decide to have a pet knowing that we're going to have to go through that grief because they just don't live as long as we do right I, I would say of course except my dog will be the exception and live 50 years surely
3: <laughs> um <laughs>
2: But also, you know, I think that you have a a really good perspective on it because there's a sense you understand that maybe your dog understood it's time for the storm to pass and it's time for things to shift in your life. The only way that's going to happen is for you to... Because in a sense, what the storm has done is it has created a situation where there's nothing tying you down to where you are right now. You know, you don't have to worry about a house. You don't have to worry about a a dog and that kind of a move you don't have to worry about anything so suddenly it's like they the storm has untethered you so that you now have the freedom to move forward and onward to the place that may now be best for you and that's not where you're at right now so that's kind of the benefit of the storm is it comes in and it knocks things down and shakes things loose that we may have been a little too stubborn or a little too attached to and therefore Mm -hmm. we were holding ourselves back. So, Mm -hmm. yes, it does seem as if the storm has passed because it seems as if what needed to be shaken loose, what needed to be torn down, what needed to be broken apart has happened. So that now you're looking at changing your life, taking advantage of opportunities, making a move, doing all of these things that Mm -hmm. maybe would not have been so prevalent for you to be focused on if the storm hadn't come and you still, still felt attachment to where you are right now.
3: Mhm. So that is going to be true.
2: Yes. So, so yes, the, the storm is passing, and this is the year where you feel like it will have passed. The next year, after your birthday, you move into the hangman year, like I said. That's actually a card mm-hmm. where we get to just kind of chill out and be. So it's like we just kind of hang out, and that's not something mm-hmm. we can do when we're in the midst of a storm. So you're in the process of moving away and out of the storm. Some of the changes we talked about, especially like the work change, is probably going to be very key to getting you to a place where you feel like now you can just kind of stop, be, catch your breath, hang out for a while, and not feel so tossed about.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. I feel a little bit better. <laughs>
2: Well, and also, I astro- also astrologically, because a lot of people have been experiencing that because of a lot of astrological aspects, especially over the past mm-hmm. couple of years. And the big one has been the, the Pluto-Uranus square. It started like late 2011, early 2012, and it goes through March of 2015. Once we get out of that, that's so if we want to think of a storm, Pluto-Uranus square is like a major storm coming through it's like Mm -hmm. the category five hurricane or you know whatever so that's what's been Mm -hmm. going on we're we're nearing the tail end of it with just one little uh, burst of a storm that's coming in March as kind of the last thing then Mm -hmm. we move away from that and we start that's why I was saying the rest of the year from April onward starts to feel like now we can start the process of catching our breath of picking up the pieces of putting things back together because the storm is finally done with, and mm-hmm. we can start to rebuild. We can start to move forward and not just brace for the next impact.
5: And that's so, what I felt like I've been doing all year—just bracing for the next. All year, I, I I found myself saying, "Oh yeah, this too, huh?
2: Okay, why not?"
3: Right, and <laughs> you
2: know that that could be the the the. Tagline for the Pluto Uranus square period. So that feeling and saying that kind of thing, we're going to be moving out of that by March.
5: You know what? I started moving out of it last month and I I started to, I stopped saying that last month because I've said it all year long like this too, huh? Okay,
2: why not? (laughs) Why not this too? Well, the nice thing is if you're already seeing that and feeling that, then because we still have that March time frame for astrologically for what's happening. And what can happen right. there is it can be something unexpected, but that doesn't mean it has to be bad. So it could be unexpected right. in the sense of suddenly I get the job opportunity in Texas kind of thing. Um, right. And it also, March is really kind of the culmination point. It's kind of that point that we reach in the process where we say now I understand what all these changes were about now I get what these breakthroughs were trying to teach me or the direction they were trying to push me in so there's a sense of understanding or clarity or things kind of coming together to make sense of everything that starts Mm -hmm. to happen um, with that march culmination point Uh, so you're already starting that and I think that while we may still look back and say, I don't quite understand why all of this had to happen this year or why all of this was happening yeah. right now to me, yeah. by march you may start to feel as if you have a better understanding of, oh, now I see why that needed to happen. Now I understand mm-hmm. how this is coming together, even though it felt difficult and painful and challenging and everything else. Now I get why that needed to happen because the things that are now starting to present themselves or open up or opportunities that are starting to come would not have been possible if mm-hmm. those other things hadn't happened. So, you know, you may not have that kind of clarity just yet, but I think that for a lot of people No, I do. I do. I I that
5: because that earlier this year when I, I lost my job you know, I've literally starved at points this year where I had no food to eat, no money, no nothing. And I kept asking, why? Why? What did I do? Why is this happening to me? And I ran into my old supervisor and I told her, thank you. Thank you for letting me go. I appreciate it. Because if you had not done that, then I would not have moved on. And I certainly wouldn't have done it as quickly as I did. My salary has literally doubled. Um, But like I said, it's still a problem with this new company. I'm still in a point where it's like, wow, I I can't believe I'm in this nightmare where I'm in management and it's a lot more difficult than I imagined it would be being in management. But I don't want to be... Hard, you know. I don't want to be like my manager was to me and everyone else. I don't want to be mean. Right. You know. So I understand why that. I understand why I lost my job because I would not have moved on had I not lost my job. I understand. Well, I don't understand why I was being bullied and harassed and picked on and just I don't get that part that part I don't get and I don't get why I had to pay for someone else being mean and nasty
2: so well one Mm -hmm. thing so when we think of like when I talked about the 11 the master number being a a spiritual aspect and looking for the meaning and lessons and things a little deeper Um, And also with the justice card being there and the strength card. So having gone through those things has in some ways made you stronger, but it's also made you far more aware and conscientious. So now that you're in a position of management, you can make sure that you do not allow the same kind of things, and you'll know how to watch out for those things. You'll also know how to better communicate with the people that you manage so that if you hear them saying something or you'll know the kind of questions and things to ask to make sure that that kind of environment and that kind of situation is not happening on your watch. Right. And without having gone through some of that, you wouldn't necessarily have the awareness, the conscientiousness, and the consciousness of the fact that it exists and the fact that you can actually do something to make sure that it doesn't exist and happen in a realm that you have oh. control over as a manager.
5: Ah, oh. that makes sense.
2: You know, it's it's like the, the, the teenagers that get bullied at school. For people that were like the high school jock and never got bullied, they don't understand right. why it's such a big deal. They don't understand that it really happens, or they think, oh, it's just an isolated incident. That's not really some big thing. But when you've mm-hmm. experienced it, you're far more aware, and therefore you have a far greater capacity to actually work within the system to change things or to make sure that those kind of things don't happen because you know, A, they do, and B, what to look out for that somebody else just simply doesn't because they don't have that experience.
5: Right. Okay, well, that makes sense. Okay. But gee whiz, what a way to learn. (laughs) I know. You know what? I won't keep you any longer. I I can't thank you enough. Uh, you've given me food for thought. And um I will take your advice on quite a bit, but I really appreciate you um uh, telling me about Texas and you were you're dead on because I was thinking April is when I would start applying for different positions in Texas. However, I do need to learn a lot from this position I'm in now to move ahead with the company right which i if like you, the if company you, i just don't like where i'm at
2: right but if you can but if you know that it's a temporary thing then instead of always looking and going in and saying oh this is horrible you know this is so bad you're able to go in and say okay let me just focus on this is teaching me things i need in order to make the next step to something that actually is better so i know i'm not in this forever And I know that it has something useful for me to benefit from, so let me just focus on that, take advantage of that, and then make the change. And you may find that your attitude towards it and the feeling that it's so bad or so horrible lessens or dissipates because you're seeing it in a different way and you're using it in a different way.
5: Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Well, once again, I thank you very much, and I will... uh, Put this to good use.
2: All right. Well, you're more than welcome. Thank you for calling in, and enjoy the new year.
5: I certainly shall. You do the same.
2: All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So I think we'll go to another quick break, and we will be back right after that. If you would like to get a reading and get into the queue, you can either Skype in or you can call 646 Seven one six five five one zero. in order to do so, and we'll be right back.
7: Je vous parle d'un temps que les moins de vingt ans ne peuvent pas connaître mon marteau ce temps là. Accrochez ces la jusque sous nos fenêtres Et chez l'humble garni qui nous servait de nid Ne payait pas de mine C'est là qu'on s'est connu Moi qui criais famille et toi qui posais On est heureux, la bohème, la bohème, nous ne mangions qu'un jour sur deux. Dans les cafés voisins, nous étions quelques-uns qui attendions la gloire, et bien que miséreux, avec le ventre que nous ne cessions d'y croire, et quand quelques bistro-continents repassions, nous prenions une toile. You are listening groupé to du poil l'hiver. La bohème.
1: La bohème. LIVE on air readings with your Firefly Willows LIVE host on Firefly Willows LIVE find out more at fireflywillows.com enjoy the show <inaudible>
2: And we are back. My name is Haisee Lutmers, and you're listening to the monthly call-in show where you have a chance to receive readings live on the air here on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. And I thought, since I had mentioned it in the previous caller, I thought I would just give a little bit of an overview of what's coming up astrologically speaking um, and I think what I'll do is I'm just going to for now focus on the first three months or so um, <clears throat> because those are going to be a bit turbulent but it's really kind of the culmination and the the final stretch of a long-standing stormy period that we have been in called the Pluto Uranus Square um, So it's as if we've been on a roller coaster and we're nearing the final leg of the roller coaster. And then by April-ish or so, we're going to be coming into the station and things are going to start to feel a bit smoother. And things are going to finally start to calm down so that we can just make sense of some things, start to figure out how to move forward and, and what action to take, how to rebuild some things rather than feeling as if we're just waiting for the next blow um the from january february is something that is probably going to be a bit of a challenge the the key thing is if we need to stay grounded in january and february don't get caught up in the whirlwind don't let your head kind of be lost in the clouds do what you need to do in order to stay grounded to stay centered to stay focused Doing that, you'll be able to kind of get through the storm. It's kind of like if you're out in that heavy rainstorm with the wind, you just kind of put your head down a little bit, pay attention to where you're walking, and just kind of walk through. Sure, we still get wet. We still get blown a bit. But, you know, it's not like we're getting blown backwards and blown up against the wall and slipping and falling. So just keep your head down, stay focused, stay grounded. Keep your eye just on one step at a time focusing on the, the steps in front of you, and we should be okay in January, February. Um, there is a Mercury retrograde that's coming at the, in January 21st through February 11th, um, and that's really a period when you want to focus on yourself. It's more focusing inward, any Mercury retrograde is to an extent. This one in particular is saying, how do I um, fix, how do I, upgrade. How do I make things better for myself rather than trying to fix or change the world at that time? So there will be other times when we can be a little more focused outward uh, in the year. However, especially late January and through mid-February, you want to be more focused on yourself and your own world and say, what do I need to do here? What do I need to fix, change, upgrade here? Doing that is going to make you more capable and ready to offer things to the world at large. So use that time to be more inward focused or personal environment, personal world focused rather than external greater world focused. And again, that's January 21st through February 11th. Um, Now, March is probably going to be kind of the big kicker of a month for the year especially, but especially in the next couple of months coming up. Um, The first part of March, we have, um, well, Jupiter trine Uranus. It's actually a Jupiter retrograde trine Uranus. And there will be a sense of kind of an energy boost. There will be a a certain exuberance, a certain motivation, a certain excitement that kind of gets generated around that time. Um, It especially may be around things like change, change, new things, inventing something new, you know, pay attention to that, utilize that. Um, And you really want to keep it very focused during that time and really take advantage of it at that time. Otherwise, you're going to need to wait for a while before that kind of energy in the cosmos to support us doing that is going to be readily available again. So March 3rd, 4th-ish, the early part of March, is a, a really good time for Uh, putting a lot of energy into uh, changing things, um, uh, starting some new things, um, refreshing things, making things new. Um, March 17th is when we get our final key moment of the Pluto-Uranus square that's been going on for the past couple of years. Um, this is likely to be a rather explosive time. There can actually, sometimes people will look at this as being very dangerous in a sense because we have Mars conjunct Uranus. And that can mean that it's an extremely turbulent time and explosive time worldwide. So we may see flare-ups. We may see some explosive developments in some situations going on in the world right now. Um, We may also feel and see those in our personal lives as well. Um, Things People will be a bit more temperamental. Um, People are going to be much more likely to fly off the handle, to overreact to things, um, to be taking unnecessary risks and doing things in a more foolhardy or dangerous way. So, you know, be prepared for that. Make sure you're not doing that. Utilize a little extra caution, especially around that time from about mid march through the end of march um, y- you know anything that you can do to stay away from situations that could be potentially dangerous or explosive it would be best to stay as far away as possible during that time <laughs> from those um, it's also a very uh people are going to be easily influenced by things so if we aren't clear on what we believe if we aren't using good critical thinking and good discernment then we can be too easily influenced by things like symbols and propaganda Um, you know make sure that you're getting information from a variety of sources don't just get information from people that are preaching to the choir don't just get information from people that are in agreement with you or that you always think are right get it from a variety of sources so that you're getting a variety of perspectives because you'll be able to parse more of a truth more of a reality out of that variety than what you'll be getting by just the 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 propaganda of one side so we want to minimize our tendency towards being unduly influenced because what's going to happen during that time People that are easily swayed and easily influenced are going to get extremely worked up. They're going, it's, there's going to be a lot of people fanning the flames of rebellion, of anarchy, of anger, of fear, of dissension and 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 um, uh, separation. And so we're likely to see that really, really playing out. I I worry about how some of the people are going to get so inflamed, so worked up, so enraged by what they're being told, that they're going to go out and do some things that are extremely dangerous for the people that are seen as the other. So let's pay attention to that for ourselves. Let's not get caught up in that. Let's try to be a voice of reason, a voice of calm. Uh, We can Go back to relying on what we were doing earlier in the year for staying grounded and centered so that we don't get swept up in the hysteria of the moment from something because that's going to be quite likely (laughs) during mid-March through the end of March uh, time frame. So hopefully we can be a little bit of a water that can be thrown on the flames of that rather than being somebody who is stoking the flames. And then we do have a total solar eclipse on March 20th. And that is, it's kind of, that's the end of the storm. That's the end of the tunnel that we've been in. That's the end of the Pluto-Uranus square period that we have been in for, oh gosh, um, three and a half years, four years, something like that. Um, So finally, we're going to feel as if we're coming out of it the the darkness starts to lift, we start to feel more hopeful and optimistic, we start to be able to look forward and think forward rather than just either be stuck thinking and caught up in what's happened in the past, or feel like we can't look forward because we're still in the middle of the darkness, we're still in the middle of the tunnel. So, you know, being in a tunnel, there's no turning around. So there's no going backward, we have to just keep going forward. And we're going to feel as if we're coming out of it and that finally we're in the light of day again by, uh, the last part of March. So hopefully when we come out of that, it's not going to be to some sort of apocalyptic vision based on some of the flames that got stoked and the overreactions that were, uh, taking place in the, the earlier part of March. Um, but, if nothing else we will come out of it we will at least be able to assess the damage and see what is and start to rebuild from there once you know after april that's going to start to get a little bit we're we're going to have that room to breathe we're going to start to feel the rest of the year that things seem to be easing up a bit things seem to be a little bit easier and we can now start to put our energy and attention towards what comes next, moving forward, thinking about the future. Um, So the the first three months are probably going to be a bit challenging. March seems to be a bit harrowing (laughs) in some ways. Um, And we want to stay informed. We want to pay attention. We also want to make sure that we're not just staying informed from one side and being part of the choir versus having a well-rounded sense of information and perspectives on things. Um, I did mention earlier that the beginning of July, July 1st, 2nd and 3rd is extremely probably the strongest time for uh, love and relationship um, in the coming year. So uh, if you pay attention to that, that would be a great time to either put efforts towards finding a relationship or it could be a really great time for say um scheduling a wedding um you know so i would really pay attention to that cuz venus is conjunct to jupiter july 2nd we have a a full moon in capricorn so it's and you kind of want to get some of those things done or focus on those things then because july 25th we have a venus retrograde and that is when we're reassessing relationships or it's not the best time to be uh, implementing or initiating relationships. Um, If something is already in place, then Venus retrograde just means it's kind of a, we now look to examine and evaluate the relationship to see what it needs, what needs to change or shift, how it can move forward. Venus retrograde isn't the best time. uh, And here it's, it's July 25th through August 6th. That's not the best time to start new relationships. So, just keep that in mind if you are seeking out relationship um to put more emphasis and energy, especially the beginning of July, to maybe back off a bit um or not expect much to develop from something that may start uh between july twenty fifth and August sixth um, I think the other major thing uh, September we do have a total lunar eclipse in Aries. Um, So there again, we may have a period right at the end of September where people tend to be a little bit reckless, a little bit more temperamental. Um, uh, People are very stubborn and headstrong, so conflicts and quarrels may kind of um, flare up or or get exacerbated very easily. Uh, So again, late September may not be the best time to be planning some sort of a meeting or a get-together or a reunion or whatever, Um, because people will not necessarily be in the best headspace for that. So you might just kind of avoid late September, uh, the end of September for something like that. Just wait a bit until after that um, would actually be better. Uh, Mid-September would be really good. We have a a partial solar eclipse in Virgo on September 13th. That would be a really nice time to see some magical things happen or to practice some practical magic. So... um, Mid-September, I would just avoid late September, and I would also avoid March <laughs> um, that we talked about earlier. So those are just a few things. I mean, in general, we're going to feel as if the year seems to, life gets a little bit easier as the year goes on. We just got to get through these next three months, which are the end of that Pluto-Uranus square cycle, and then we'll be able to catch our breaths, start to look forward, start to feel as if we can make progress rather than just do what we can to stay stuck in place uh, and not go backwards. So that's a little bit of an overview for the coming year astrologically. Um, I may touch on that again uh, next month uh, to give you a little bit more key things, but I especially wanted to make sure we talked about the first three months, just so we kind of understood what was happening there. So that's going to bring us to the close of our show for this month and for today. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for listening to all of the shows on Firefly Will L-I-V-E in the past year. Um, it's been great to have you as part of our audience. It's been great to be able to interact with you and to hear from you. Um, we hope that you will continue to listen in the coming year. We've got a couple of new shows that will be starting. Um, we're also probably going to be uh, refreshing some things and sh- changing some things up a little bit just as we move into the new year to kind of keep things looking forward and progressing and evolving. Um, so I encourage you to join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to sign up for our email list so that you get information about those new shows as well as the current shows and some of the ongoing uh, shows and some of the changes and refreshing things that we have going on. Uh, and as I said earlier, you can always find out or listen to any of the uh, previous shows um, by either going to blogtalkradio.com slash Firefly Willows Live or go to iTunes and just do a quick search for Firefly Willows Live and you can find the shows there. So thank you for listening today and be sure to check out the upcoming shows on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Uh, you can find those here on Blog Talk Radio or you can find those at fireflywillows.com slash live or you can join the Facebook page and there will be information about them there as well. All right. My name is Hi-C. If you are interested in perhaps a more in-depth reading, a uh, private session with me, I'm happy to talk to you about that. I offer private sessions in person as well as through FaceTime, Skype, and by phone. Uh, and I would be more than happy to answer any questions you have about that or to set up a session. If you'd like to do that, you can just email me, Hi-C, H-I-C, at net. Uh, and you can also visit my website, Um You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, and you, will, you can send me a message there as well. So I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. I want to wish everybody a very happy new year, and we will look forward to being with you in 2015.
1: Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carasella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for What's Your Prescription for Balance with Dr. Glenna Calder, Thursday morning at 8 a.m.
3: I was born with my back to the stars. Turn me over. I'd like to see. Here comes a morning to end our dream. Turn me over. I'd like to see. I was born with my back to the stars. Please see that they tell my truth. Please see that they tell my truth.
1: Play willows live we're working hard to be your trusted source for fun and lightning and heart-centered information and community and we're passionate about the art of transformative media the new leading edge of communication and our highly connected media rich world if you are passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share come join us host a show or be a guest or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light.